SA Crypto, South Africa's largest blockchain community and news outlet. Hey, welcome to the SA Crypto podcast. And I'm here at the West Inn in Cape Town, just outside the Cape Town ICC for Africa Tech, which is a sister conference to AfricaCom that happens simultaneously every year here at the Cape Town ICC. I'm with Ray Youssef, who is the CEO of one of the largest Bitcoin wallet and marketplaces in the world. Uh, he's the CEO of Paxville. Ray, welcome to SA Crypto. Thank you so much for having me, Jim. It's a pleasure to be here. Ray, um, as the CEO of a company as large as Paxville, what are some of the, the, the things that have been most successful for, for Paxful in terms of, I mean, uh, you offer a Bitcoin wallet and a crypto wallet and you have an entire marketplace. Which of those two has been most successful uh, in, your, in your product development so far? Well, there's plenty of Bitcoin wallets out there and that's the truth. So. The value that we've offered people is that we've allowed anyone, anywhere in the world, to get Bitcoin and naturally it goes into our wallet. And we offer them that power through our marketplace. That was our first use case. So we were the guys that pioneered Bitcoin for the unbanked. Because previously, when it was only Coinbase and a few other exchanges and brokerages, you needed a bank account to get Bitcoin. You know, unbanked people don't have a bank card or a debit card. So how did they get them? Gift cards. We're the guys that figure that out. First, we help the unbanked in America. There's 40 million unbanked people in America, an invisible population. We quickly became very familiar with them. And once we made the process easy for them, then the unbanked of Africa and Southeast Asia came to us as well. So there's another beautiful part of this is that once you can actually have money in our system as Bitcoin, you can then have access to every financial network in the world through that. Meaning, once you have Bitcoin in your Paxful wallet, you can sell it and have someone pay a PayPal bill for you or pay an Ali bill pay for you or pay an invoice to your lawyer with their bank account in Germany or give someone cash in Cambodia. Any form of money can become any other form of money. It's almost like a universal translator for money. And that's really what our marketplace is. Wow. Now, Ray, uh, your origin story, you're originally from Egypt, is that correct? Yes, I was born there, yeah. So take us through your journey. Uh, a young man from Egypt, uh, now running one of the largest crypto companies in the world, based in startup haven, Estonia. Take us through your journey. How did you get here? Well, I was born. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start. Yeah, always good. Ask Charles Dickens about that. <laughs> so I was born in Egypt. I came to America when I was two years old. Okay. My parents were you know, looking for the American dream. There was wow. no opportunity back in Egypt. So they packed up all their things, took me and my sister. She was a little baby. I was two years old. Went to New York. We uh, moved into Manhattan. They got a job, uh, and then my, fa my father was washing dishes. Then they started their own newsstand, and that's where I learned how to do business by actually selling, you know, candies and newspapers to people in Columbus Circle in New York when it was quite a rough area wow. in the 80s and 90s, yeah. right? And that's where I learned how to do business. That's where I got my business mindset. I learned from my father. I learned from my mother. Got into tech very late. I was 19 and started a bunch of startups. Uh, my first two were very successful. I bought a nice house for my mother. Felt great. Then I retired. In, in New York? In New York, in wow. Manhattan. Yeah, I did very well, thank God. Then I had uh, 11 failures in a row when I came back. I went on a little hiatus. I did boxing, MMA, kind of traveled the world. Came back because my mother got a divorce, so I had to buy her a new house, you know. That's what a good son <laughs> does, right? Well, now you set the standard. You need, a, you, need a, you need to buy the next home. It's all about the mama's. Yeah. <laughs> your mother, right? So, 
So I came back and uh, I started again. I thought it would be easy again. I, it wasn't. I had 11 failures in a row. The landscape had changed a lot. Startups have become a lot more competitive and there's a lot more learn. And then finally I met this guy in New York. He was an Estonian dude. I met him at my first Bitcoin meetup. We were the only two tall guys in the whole place. So the guy who <laughs> decided that we would get along, apparently he was right, we did. And we started something and it didn't work. And then we pivoted to Paxful because we needed help. I actually, me and Art were both ended up homeless on the streets of New York. We had, wow. Yeah, we had gone through our entire life savings. He was new in New York. He just came there from Estonia, so he didn't know anyone. And it was really hard for us. We didn't tell anyone, but finally we discovered that, hey, you can actually make a great deal of money by using Bitcoin as a means to leverage arbitrage across a variety of payment methods, particularly gift cards. And miraculously, it worked. And then we weren't homeless anymore. And we said, hey, let's share this with the rest of the world. This is awesome. Even Bitcoin people weren't aware of this opportunity. And that was really magical to us. Now, you are currently based out of Estonia. What is the startup culture like? I mean, take us through that move. Why you chose Estonia over some of the other progressive jurisdictions like Malta, Isle of Man, those kind of places. Um, and would you recommend other startups in this space uh, explore Estonia as a, as a, a startup location for, for when they're ready to move? Well, I wish I had a really fancy answer for you. Uh, Estonia is a great place. It's beautiful, it's clean, they make great cheese, the best garlic ever. Uh, I married a beautiful Estonian girl, so Estonia's been very well, good to me. But the truth was, you know, uh, Arthur and I had grown the business to a certain level and we needed help, right? And the bit license just passed in New York and we knew we couldn't meet it, so we had to leave, we had to go somewhere. And we were wondering where to go and Arthur was like, hey, I know a great programmer in Estonia that can help us. That became our third man, Ivan. And so we basically went there just to get him. And it was a great move. We have over 100 people there now. I got married to a beautiful Estonian girl. So Estonia's been very good for me. Uh, the weather, no. <laughs> no sun for eight months. No, no. Typical northern Europe. Okay. Yeah, it's north of the wall. You know, All right. so. <laughs> now let's take, us, uh, let's, let's take a look at, at Paxville itself. I mean, you guys are currently sitting at 3 million users. I mean, that's remarkable for this industry. We're still in a very nascent stage of the crypto asset industry. But 3 million users is quite a success story. What do you attribute your success to? How did you, how did you grow so quickly? Well, that's easy, easy to answer. We just listened. We listened to our users. You know, when that first unbanked person called us up, literally called my phone at three o'clock in the morning, screaming that she was down to her last $13 and she needed some Bitcoin, we didn't hang up on her. I sat there and I listened to her and I guided her through every step of the process, click by click. And in doing so, we tailor-made our entire product for the mainstream non-techie user. And that was the magic. We just listened. All the other super smart crypto nerds just hung up on that person. It wasn't worth their time to charge them 1% for 13 bucks or whatever it was. So they didn't want to deal with that person. You know, it's funny because, you know, we, Artur and I, we got into this business because the promise of Bitcoin to help the little guy, particularly in the emerging markets. And then when the little guy calls up, all the crypto people just ignore them. So the fact that we actually listen, you know, we actually do customer support. Me and Artur are doing customer support nearly every single day. And that's because we want to have our finger on the pulse of the street where this really matters. And that is really the only reason for our success is that we listened and we took their advice seriously. We didn't just dismiss them as poor, untechnical people. Bitcoin is not for them. No, 
When they came to us, our ears were wide open, and we got down, and we looked them in the eye, and we said, we're here to listen, please help us. And they helped us, and we helped them, and that's it. So you talk, you talk a lot about the unbanked and those kind of users. I believe there's quite a, a, a strong strategy right now for Africa. Take us through how you're going to roll out into Africa and what the next phase is for Paxful in this region. It's a great question. So again, we are just following our users. They tell us what they want. Every step of the way, they tell us what they want, what's Roku, what's not working for them, what are they confused about. We listen to them and give them what we want. So a lot of people ask us, what are your goals? Is it user growth? You want to have 10 million users? You want to make this much revenue? Do you want to have this many employees? And it's none of that. The only thing that we care about is having a killer app in each of the seven use cases of cryptocurrency. So let me make a correction. There are seven use cases of cryptocurrency, right? Only five of them we really want to target. The first two were the gray markets and then speculation. Currently, 90% of the volume of cryptocurrency is in speculation, yeah. and that's toxic. It's not sustainable. Ask Gordon Gecko about that, <laughs> right? So the other five use cases are payments, e-commerce, remittance, wealth preservation, and the magical seventh one is social good, right? Yep. We want to have killer apps based on Bitcoin serving each of those five use cases and serving the true the peoples of the world, the mainstream. That is our goal. So to that end, we are launching a variety of products this year. Uh, you might have heard about our kiosks. Some of the biggest exchanges in the world are using it. We'll actually be uh, putting out a press release. One of the biggest exchanges in the world will be using it as well. It's a way to, it's basically payments for the crypto space. Now any Bitcoin wallet, Bitcoin blog, Bitcoin exchange can onboard everyone for over 300 payment methods. They can actually buy Bitcoin right away and it'll go straight to their wallet. We can extend that out to the Amazons, the new eggs, and the Shopify's of the world as well. So that's coming. That'll be a solution based on payments and e-commerce. Wealth preservation and remittance, you'll have products coming out there as well. So at the end of the day, it's all about the products. We're product guys. And if you want to be successful in crypto or in fintech, you must be product-oriented. It's not about the technology. The technology should be as invisible as possible. It is about the user experience. So off camera, you were talking about um, current focuses. So obviously Paxful is a crypto wallet, crypto marketplace, and then there is a third avenue that you're looking to launch. Would you be able to go into what that third avenue is? Yes, I would be able to do that, and someone has to because uh, it's necessary. So it's KYC, know your customer. This is a source of tremendous frustration and pain and friction, not just throughout crypto, but all of fintech. Right? And the truth is KYC is broken. Not just ours, but everyone's KYC. Because the best providers in the world, for example, we use Jumio, they're excellent. They do a good job with Western peoples, but it's very hard for them to work with peoples from China, Southeast Asia, Kenya, Nigeria. Examples are, you know, there's no expiration date on a Nigerian ID. There's no proof of address in Kenya, etc. And there's so many examples of that. So because we have our ears and eyes on the street and we're working with the people and we're listening to them, we've created a tremendous set of data about localized KYC. And we're taking that and putting it into a product. We don't want to do this, we have to do this because if we don't, no one else will and we'll never achieve our mission unless we do this and do it very, very well, which is to, to give every single person in the world, whether they have a bank account or not, a global financial passport. And that's what Paxful is. And you currently have some meetups scheduled for here in South Africa. How do you find the South African cryptocurrency space? Well, uh, last night was absolutely, uh, I'm sorry, the night before last night right. was amazing. We were in Johannesburg and we met some amazing 
entrepreneurs. Uh, these, they blew our minds. And th these are folks that actually built a little version of Western Union on top of Paxful, serving a particular corridor. These are folks that were building their own little versions of PayPal on top of Paxful. These are people that truly understand the spirit of peer-to-peer -peer finance, just like Satoshi Nakamoto intended. I mean, we're absolutely blown away every single time we come here. The last time we were here, we went to eight different universities in Southeast in South Africa, four universities in South Africa and four universities in Kenya. We gave away Bitcoin and we taught them about what Bitcoin can actually do for the world. And despite all the scams that have happened in Africa around Bitcoin, and it's true there were many, they were still willing to listen about another opportunity, about peer-to-peer -peer finance. And that's really what impresses me the most because let's face it, Africa has some of the most brilliant young people in the world, has some of the most entrepreneurial young people in the world. But the fact that they're so open, so open to understanding and jumping into this is absolutely the most awesome thing. Uh, it makes me smile every time I come here. And when, when you're speaking up there and you, you show someone a path to creating new wealth, starting their own business and you see a young person's eyes light up like that it's the most awesome feeling in the world nothing can top it to that end we'll be doing more campus tours here we are launching our peers program here where anyone can basically earn money and become a part of the Paxil network and most importantly educate 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 we are leading with education all across the world and I think here in Africa people are most receptive to that and that is truly beautiful Ray, thanks so much for joining us. All the best for your talk today. I know you're speaking today uh, in Africa Tech and all the best for the next stage of Paxful's rollout. Thank you so much, James. I really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, Ray Youssef, CEO of Paxful, right here in Cape Town. It's the SA Crypto video podcast. Until next time, goodbye. Great. SA Crypto, South Africa's largest blockchain community and news outlet.